millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to, uh, uh, I guess, what the fuck, what the fuck history. Um... I am Zachary, and today I'm actually going to be myself, um, because we're kind of doing a behind-the-scenes thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't really feel the need to put on airs today, so I'm Megan. Hello. And I'm Matt. Hello. I feel like this is, is this our Lion King one and a half episode? Yeah, I guess this is our Lion King one and a half episode. I feel like in the last episode of What the Fuck History, I also referenced Lion King one and a half, and I think I'm going to keep it a running thing. I was going to say, I think you could reference Lion King one and a half every episode, and I wouldn't get sick of it. There's definitely enough fodder to do that. I don't remember the plot of that movie. I think it was just like them behind the scenes. Like, it was Timon and Pumbaa, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? The fr- wasn't it Lion King from Timon and Pumbaa's perspective? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. I think you're right. Which alone makes kind of no sense. <laughs> Agreed. But also, full disclosure, I've never seen Lion King one and a half, so I, mean, I might have to watch that. Zach, let me tell you, yeah. first of all, that you're not missing anything. Secondly, yeah. Nobody remembers that movie who has watched it. So even if yeah. you had watched it, do you know you know the silence from Doctor Who? You and I are both yeah. Doctor <laughs> Who fans. You know the silence God. from Doctor Who, right? As soon as you finish right? watching, yeah. As soon as you okay, finish watching, yeah. Lion King as soon as you finish watching the Lion King one point five, you have forgotten 1.5. the existence of the Lion King one and a half. Well, I think it's sort of like a mandala effect, too. Like, maybe it doesn't actually <laughs> exist in the way that we think it exists. But we are getting... So this is sort of like a freeform jazz uh, thing in our Lion King one and a half. You keep um... using that word. <laughs> I don't think it means what you think it means. You know what? It means whatever I want it to mean today, because this is, like Zach said, freeform jazz. <laughs> yeah, Um. so if if you couldn't tell already by the way we are not staying on topic, uh, and not having a topic at all. This is kind of a behind-the-scenes look at who we are and what we do with, um, what-the-fuck history. So we figured we'd, uh, give everyone a little bit of a, a sneak peek behind the curtain. Um, we're not quite as great as Oz, but we're sure as shit something. I mean, <laughs> um, when you think about it, Oz wasn't really all that great either. Okay, true, but, you know... He at least had the moniker. Look, of man, Oz I'm just saying that we're character. probably just as great as Oz. I mean, like, I've never seen you do magic, but I bet you could fool a bunch of dullards. You don't know what I do when I'm at home. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. I mean, That's... we're not pulling rabbits out of, uh, you know, unspeakable places, but I could be pulling rabbits man, out of hats. you just gave me a flashback to episode six of What the Fuck History, and I think I'm dying now. 
I haven't <laughs> I haven't stopped thinking about it to be honest. Like I have I've been sitting with that evil for like at least a few more hours longer than you guys have. So like I've been praying in, for the Lord to help me to, forget that yeah, evil. My soul to take. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um but before we start, you know, giving away too much more about um, future episodes. Future episodes, why don't we kind of come up with a a little bit of a, a timeline, I guess, for this. Um, basically, you know, we're going to go into who we are and what kind of brought us together and, well, the impetus of what the show is. So, I mean, I guess I can get the ball rolling yeah, there. start us off, Zach. Um, start us off. Let's, I, I, lo- I, I guess I won Rocks, Paper, Scissors, Shoot. Well, I mean, we didn't tweet. play, so... Yeah. We didn't play, so I'm just stealing it. I'm using both of my Uno Reverse cards. You don't have two. You only have the one. Come on now, Zach. These are the rules that were made by gods and men. I know. (laughs) They don't stack, but I wish they did. (laughs) Um, So I am Zachary Johnson, and I I know both of these two other fine people on the other end uh, through various means. But uh, basically, as far as the podcast goes, I am one of the hosts of What the Fuck History. And as far as other podcasts in the triumvirate wheelhouse, um, which is the group we are uh, the triumvirate i am also some of the voices on the upcoming show tonight the news as well as doing some of the sound design and some of the behind the scenes things as far as making us all not sound like hot garbage i mean i sound like hot um, garbage anyways so i mean well, that's not true don't be self-deprecating <laughs> what are we doing with pronunciation? I'm We're so here for it. Accents on everything. Well, that was like so. Oh. So one of the things that me and Matt do um, is we're obviously hosts for What the Fuck History, but we also write the scripts um, during the week for tonight the news. And uh, I like to pronounce uh, words. <laughs> While we're writing these scripts incorrectly or with various <laughs> incorrect accents. So I think the last one I did was accusations and I was like, accusations. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's a good word to throw. A I mean, here's, into, here's know? the fun though. Uh, in an upcoming bit on a show that we haven't released yet, uh, Megan and I were editing the thing and the gentleman's name is francis but i kept saying francis oh yeah and i don't know why that happened francois but it's I, it's it's, it's going canon on now i think <laughs> i i i did not i'm not aware of this canon just yet because it has not crossed my desk but i'm i'm ready for it yeah um, it's it gets especially considering a, a lot of the times we we record or we're writing these pretty late at night just because of work schedules and, and when we're we can get together and we're pretty delirious, so, like, there are a bunch of bits that we end up coming up with or end up writing, and they sound like 2 a.m. fever dreams <laughs> that then we have to, like, go back to you in the light of day and be like, all right, well, how do we make this make sense, but also keep, like, that wild side I mean, to one it, of I my guess. favorite things about Megan is she will just send me a script that is seven paragraphs long (laughs) and i'll have to look at that and go okay we can't record for a full hour and a half so why don't we whittle this down to something that resembles the news 
I just like something that's manageable. I just believe in that old adage: more is less when someone else is editing. <laughs> more is less. <laughs> I feel more is less. I feel like we're we we come to a point where there's one thing where it's you know they the phrase edit write drunk edit sober except we write sleep deprived and edit drunk a little less sleep. No, we edit drunk. I edit drunk. Oh, we do. Okay, yeah, yeah. you edit <laughs> drunk. I Megan edit doesn't drink, but I edit drunk sober. enough for the both of us. <laughs> yeah, but like I'm also I, like sometimes I end up writing these things at like one thirty yeah, two a.m. So, so that's I'm like, thing, though, like you'll send me scripts that are pages and pages that are just every time I look at them I think she had a fever dream and then this happened. See, I I get the thing where I will be at work and I look at my phone for the two seconds that I have and I realize there's 18 messages in our group chat because you all have come up with some ridiculous This is a great idea. We must tell days. Zachary. <laughs> we and must tell at work and he's like, I don't know what happened, but I'm all for it. <laughs> I look at my phone and I'm like, I'm just going to nod on and agree. And usually that works. That's yeah, that's, that's been a winning strategy so far. Zach, did we interrupt you while you were introducing? Intra- <laughs> Intra- introducing introducing yeah. yeah, we definitely did. So why don't, why don't you continue, Zach? Yeah, why don't you? <laughs> yeah, you kind of did. But I also was kind of wrapping up. I was, I was basically giving the brief idea of, you know, as I said, who I am and what I do for the podcast. If you'd like, uh, I can pass the ball to someone else to say who they are and what pass they do the for the podcast. Stick. Yeah, do you want to take the baton, Matt? Who? <laughs> you. Matt, would you like to take the baton? I mean, Zip-a-ton? the details of my life are quite inconsequential. I mean, we're all on a giant fucking rock hurtling around the sun, so we're all technically inconsequential, but what you do for the podcast is Very not. Very well. Where do I begin? I don't know. The, the middle, preferably. My father was a relentlessly self-improving boulangerie said... owner from Belgium. <laughs> no, I said the middle. Not the, <laughs> not the, like, not the beginning. I couldn't have kept that bit going anyways. That's uh, Dr. Evil talking, uh, yeah. talking about his life from Austin Powers. I knew it as soon as you said it, and I was like, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. With low-grade narcolepsy and a penchant for buggery, my mother was a 15-year-old French prostitute named Chloe with webbed feet. Anyways, um, my name's my name's Matt. Um, I'm oh god, what am I? Um, I'm an enigma wrapped in a mystery, wrapped in a beard. You can't ask those types of questions. (laughs) Questions I'm sorry allowed. that we made you think about your place in the cosmic universe. I'm having an existential crisis as we speak. Um, <laughs> so anyways, uh, my name's Matt. I have known Megan since college. I've known Zach since earlier than that. Um, and, you know, we all go back a ways. Uh, and it just so happens that I am the dungeon master of a D&D campaign where both of these two are my players and we got to talking one night and I was spouting off some nonsense about um, a situation that, you know, tickled my fancy in history and it spawned us going off on a 20-minute tangent about it while we were in the middle of one of our breaks from playing. 
yeah, if I if I remember correctly, and I don't mean to no, you're fine, but I'm going to interrupt. Okay. Um, if I remember correctly, I think we we started talking about it on one of the breaks. Yes. Um, and and you just said started having this whole story, and we got like five minutes into it, and I think it was you who said it, where you were like, "Guys, tonight's too depressing as far as my campaign goes, <laughs> and I'm going to make you all a lot more depressed. So you want to just talk about this shit instead?" And we all and we said, like, "Yeah." I think it. Yeah, I think it was one of those nights where we were just. We were, um, not to get too far into details that nobody gives a shit about, but uh, the campaign was headed towards the Shadowfell, which is a super sad place. And I was in a sort of bad space mentally, and I was like, I'm probably going to kill everyone if I continue down this path, so why don't we just stop and talk about some bullshit from history? And so we all sat around and we talked about some bullshit from history. Um, I'm pretty sure Tyler fell asleep. <laughs> Tyler's that. another one of our yeah, players. I don't player. know. I think I think he had a good time, but like that's what I got my degree in, I feel. I feel like when they handed me the piece of paper, they were just like uh, spent 4 years. History. Yeah, it's bullshit in history, a, a BS in <laughs> history. So uh, as months continued, um I I mean like as weeks continued, I was still in a mental funk and I reached out to uh, Zach and Megan and I was, you know, we were just talking over some shit about my campaign and how I was a little bit upset with, you know, my creativity being stifled in such a way that D&D campaigns often are when you're dealing with other human beings and they're not behaving the way that you want them to. Um, And through that, we started talking about other creative endeavors that the two of them were embarking on and they asked me to help. And then from my brain came uh, the other podcast that we are going to release as soon as sound editing is done, which is tonight the news. (laughs) And then um, as soon as re-recordings and sound editing. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, the, I guess the, the bullshitting around about history from, uh, our D&D campaign is what spawned What the Fuck History. So I gave birth in my mind to all these ideas, and then I uh, now I write scripts and I lend my voice to some characters. And Yeah, you, your, your ideas birthed them and we're just midwifing them through. That's, I mean, we're doing a lot with the vaginal... I don't know that. Anyway, listen, we're we're um, on the we're on a whole kick this week. So yeah, this, is, this has been this week's theme. Now I have to write uh, in a fallopian tube reference to my D and D campaign for tonight. Hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I guess I'll, is, I'm not sure I'm ready. I guess for that. we are in a the, water temple, so I guess I'll pass the talking stick off to. Um, I was going to say, wait, you could just, you could make it a, a W-A-T, a wet-ass temple. Ooh, it's already a wet-ass temple. A what? The, okay. Oh, I hate myself for saying that. I mean, hey, a that's, what? yeah, a, it's, it is actually a word for temples, so. Oh, I was going to say, actually, if, if there's a, if there's a, a diocese on, on there, it could just be a, a wet-ass pedestal. Oh, there we go. I don't know. I'm just trying to come up with bullshit, and it's not going well. I think I'm going to excuse myself for a couple of minutes. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I'll take the the baton. 
Um, I'm I'm Megan. Uh, like like we said previously, I help write the scripts for uh, tonight the news, and uh, I am one of the three of one of the three hosts for What the Fuck History. But uh, I had always really Wait, wanted to do. Hmm. Or the other two. What do you mean? Or the other two hosts of What the Fuck History. You. Oh shit. And Zach. Yeah, I know. Like, Have that... I been hosting with ghosts? <laughs> no, I'm who are you? I mean, it's possible. I just no. I tried to make a. I made a low rent goof, and it it didn't oh. pan out. <laughs> My God, I was gonna be like, great. Just, That's the joke. Like, it's been ghost this whole time. Um, thanks, everyone. I, <laughs> thanks for coming, no. everybody. God, it's like <laughs> I am. I'm already convinced my house is haunted, but that would be taking it so far. Well, I mean, uh, the, yes. joke that, the joke that I was trying to make is you said, I'm one of the hosts, and I said, who are the other two, as if we hadn't already gone through the process of introducing ourselves. You know what? It's fine. It's... <laughs> this is part of the gag. You're the like, running gag between all like, of us listen, is we have to explain how bad our gags are. I'm just going to go. You're just like, I'll just, <laughs> I'll just like. Go I mean, I can handle right this now. for the next few minutes if you want. Zach said he was going to go so that he could contemplate his life. You're going to leave <laughs> because I, I made a bad joke. <laughs> no. Well. I would never leave because of a bad joke. If anything, I've made enough of them. I say if we all left because we made a bad joke, we'd never have a fucking podcast. Yeah, and then it's just like radio <laughs> silence. And then one of us comes back and it's just like, oh, wait, sorry. We forgot to press stop on the record. <laughs> Our just bad. 30 minutes of nothing. I hope you enjoyed that 30 <laughs> minutes of uh, free existential quiet. You're welcome. Maybe oh. it was like ASMR meditation. By the very nature of ASMR, I think you need to have sounds there. I think I don't know. the absence can... of sound in and of itself is not ASMR. It's white noise. Fixed it. Got it. It's... But please continue, Megan. Oh, so, I mean, I've always wanted to work together with a team to do something creative. I like to do creative things by myself. I love to draw and I love to write. But uh, honestly, I've always wanted to do something history-related with a bunch of people where we just try to teach people things, but also in a fun and easily digestible way. Because, I mean, ultimately, history is ridiculous because it's about people uh and people are ridiculous and people are pretty ridiculous you know as is the like shown in the few episodes that we're going to be releasing in the upcoming weeks and like they're also kind of gross but that's also funny in its own way (laughs) people are disgusting yes yeah (laughs) but um as for tonight the news uh like matt said he sort of he came up with the idea of actually having it be a news show, but I had always wanted to have something that was like telling stories from local towns about how weird they are. Like, I always believed that there was a local folklore, especially in America, where there aren't exactly big tourist destinations to see in like the wide swaths of suburbia, but there is this like collective local history and story log that is important to the people who live there but is very weird one of the things that megan and i used to do a lot in college she um as she said is very artistic does like a lot of writing and stuff like that but when she was in college she was working a lot on pottery and because 
I had no friends and Megan was one of my only ones, I would stay with her really late at the art room in our college and I would just read her creepypastas and local folklore and a bunch of other shit and we would just swap stories and scare ourselves to the point where we didn't feel like walking back to our cars alone. <laughs> yeah, it was actually very scary because uh, in, in our college, the art room was down in the basement. You know, it was by all, like, the hardcore uh, machinery that sort of kept the building warm. Um, and then it it had, like, two windows that you could vaguely see outside. They and were, as, the, like, the they were, like, the tall, the tall kind of windows where it's, like, just enough to remind you that you're in a basement. Yeah. <laughs> so as we're sort of sitting there telling these stories, you know, the lights would flicker every so often. You know, people would turn off lights in the hallway because we were there, like we said, pretty late at night. So I think the latest we ever stayed was 1030. But, like, regularly we were there till, like, 9 or 9.30 at night. Yeah, which, you know, when you live up north, right, and in the winter, yeah, like... It gets it gets pitch black at 5.30 and then it's... Well, it starts getting dark at 4.35 and then it's pitch black by 6. Well, it's so. 4.10 right now and the sun's already down, so... Yeah, yeah. bye. I guess the day is over. Deuces. But Deuces. I'd like to think that from you know, all those years ago when we were in college, that was sort of the impetus, like it planted a seed, right, of of wanting to be part of this community that online that sort of makes unsettling stories. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. But in like an easily digestible format. I think the interesting thing, and I've expressed this to both Zach and Megan in like one of our earlier planning meetings. I absolutely hate horror as a genre. Oh my god, <laughs> um, I do too. Cannot watch horror movies. Cannot watch anything like that. Do not do not generally enjoy the feeling of being scared, but. This is kind of like right up my alley because I'm not so much scared. I'm just gently unsettled. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly uncomfortable. And and see, this is also why I find it kind of amusing because, you know, as far as the team goes, you you have you and Megan, who, as you said, are not fans of horror. And then you have me, who is a huge fan of horror. Like I was scared of everything until I hit maybe 16. 
Uh, and then I still was probably scared of most things after that. And then, you know, through delving into horror as a medium, started to enjoy it a little bit in a little bit of a twisted way. I mean, I, a couple of years ago, I even went to a rock and shock horror convention. I met Bruce Campbell. I've been really had a lot of fun things in the horror genre, but it's funny working with people who like that more. I, I, I want to be slightly uncomfortable rather than fully scared because it, it, it kind of reins me in a little bit as far as like the creep factor of where I want to go especially when it comes to like writing some of these stories and editing some of the stories for tonight the news like there are some times where i want to push it but and yet like the byline for ever so megan has an obsession with making new characters and um i love them <laughs> and every so single many. time i have to say make them creepy because the underlying point of tonight the news is to bring you know stories from the news and make them kind of well make them creepy but like they're stories that were creepy already yeah yeah and when we when we started with tonight the news um the whole the whole idea behind it and i remember we spoke about this several times was this idea that when you watch the news a lot of the stories are inherently uncomfortable but they glaze over them in such a fashion that it's just let me get you the information as quickly as possible and we wanted to kind of bring that to the That's forefront like, and make I think it the yeah, example, the everyday horror yeah. right the, the yeah. example that i used a million times in that was you know the idea of a newscaster bringing you a story about like a school shooting right we all live in america well most of us live in america i don't know i can't speak for any listeners that this might get to but we live in America, and before COVID hit, there was, like, a school shooting once a week to the point where people were numb to it. And I thought, as we were talking about, like, ways to delve into this creepy subspace that exists out there, I thought to myself, isn't there something inherently creepy about a news broadcaster looking at you and saying, good evening, and then following that up with every reason why it's not a good evening and making you go face to face with all the horrible shit that happened that day that you didn't even know about. And very often uh, the newscasters don't follow up. They have such a small amount of space to sort of get you this little nugget of information. And they say, oh, there's a school shooting, which is a horrible thing to happen that has lasting consequences, but they never really follow up on the horror that ensues after. So we kind of wanted to bring to the forefront of people's minds, like, more information if we want to tell you, or, like, more information if we find it newsworthy. Yeah, and, and not only that, but we also... One of the other things I, I thought we talked... We, we, that we discussed that I thought was very important is that juxtaposition of, like... You have a story where it's like, Earthquake has, you know, buried hundreds of people under rubble. And immediately it's followed up with, and a litter of puppies was born at the local shelter today. Like, it just yeah, doesn't, there, doesn't there, make there, any logical there's sense. There's incongruity. Is that a word? There's, yeah, I there's, think so. <laughs> there's a disconnect between... Yeah. And then you have, you know, the television broadcaster, the anchors who are, you know, they have this banter between stories that's just like i could give a fuck what you think about this it's like they they start talk like 
you have they this start story talking that's between like horrible, each other. and then they yeah. have a conversation with each other, and then they move on to the next story. And like Zach's saying, it's one of those situations where it just rolls on, right? And it's like this yeah. giant machine that just needs to keep going. So that was kind of our idea behind tonight the news. Which I'm pretty excited to to get it out there because at this point, you know, we we wanted to get enough scripts to, you know, have enough to record a big bunch all at once. Because these are supposed to be, like a news show, easily digestible in a shorter amount of time than, you know, your typical half hour or hour long podcast. It's like, here's the news. Oh, they're about 15 minutes, right? Yeah, they're they're 15 minutes long, which, you know, if, if you watch the news, like regular news. That's about how if much you minus, news is. Yeah, I mean, if you minus the commercials and, you know, all of the other random bits that they have going on, like, that's how long the news lasts. And every story is pretty short. And I think I like, too, what we've done is we do take a lot of creative liberties with the stories, but, like, at the heart of them, there is a nugget of truth. Like, we are, yeah, like... I mean, I'll told we're talking a lot about a a podcast that we haven't even released yet. So, like, this is a behind-the-scenes, and to get everyone primed for our first episode, which... I think is coming out two weeks after this behind the scenes does, right? Because we're re- yes, we're... it should be two weeks right after behind this. Yeah, because we're so releasing cause... this tomorrow, and then we're releasing another. Mm-hmm. We're releasing what the fuck episode two next Friday. Yeah, so this behind the scenes that we're we're doing right now is going to come out tomorrow, which is Friday the thirteenth. Wow, woo woo woo. Um, which would have been actually perfect for the release of tonight. The news, I know, but, you know, but we want sometimes wanted, things happen. We want to make it good, though. And we, after listening to like the first uh, bit that Zach put together, we realized that there were a few things that we wanted to re-record, and that we were still workshopping it. Which, honestly, I am glad that we're taking so much time to sort of make sure that it is right. Absolutely, because the thing is, like, we we love these characters that we've come up with, but we know more about these characters than are we're going to be portrayed in the first episode, and that's because we've come up with them. We just generally know more about them, and we would not want to put something out that we didn't think people would be happy with, and because we want people to be as happy with these characters and love these characters or hate these characters. Yeah, honestly, hating hating um, is probably more of an accurate. <laughs> I mean, it depends on which character you're talking about. One character we all have in mind when talking about hating. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, that yeah. means... I don't know. I, I'd say that means that we've crafted them well. Perfectly, yes. Yeah. It, it fits It fits what we want well if we hate them. But at the same time, we still fucking hate them. Yeah, definitely. And I'm going to laugh when, when someone gets a hold off tonight the news and listens to that first and then goes back and hears this episode and it's gonna be some random listener who's like oh i know exactly who the fuck they're talking about yeah honestly if anyone can if anyone can tell you should tweet us (laughs) be like i know who you mean one of the things that we're trying to do is just make sure that we're i mean we're brand new at all of this but we're trying to make sure that it's the best that we can i mean i have no gift for sound editing or anything other than you know writing with megan so we're just trying to make sure it's as fun I mean, but as i possible. think like that's that's the beautiful thing too is that uh, yeah. i think we mentioned this at the at the beginning where we're all bringing different 
skills to the table and at the end of the day like that's the reason that you work together with people is because they have different skills than you do um and i'm just happy that this group project is not like a school group project (laughs) so i think one of the big things that you had mentioned and that i thought was really important you know we were like two three months in and I got one of those messages and at work, but I actually followed up on this one because it was so nice. And, and Megan, you had said that it was nice to have a group project where you didn't feel like it was just a head full of steam and it petered out, you know, right away. It felt like we were actually moving towards something that we all were so invested in this project and this, this work that it made it as fulfilling two, three months down the road than when we came up with just an idea. And I think that's that's so important and that's so hard because we do have this i mean i personally have have had so many projects where it's just we come up with this idea and it's a head full of steam and two three weeks later it just nothing comes of it because everyone kind of falls out and this that didn't happen here and it's been so wonderful to have that become and this become you know what we all kind of work towards yeah i mean at this point we're 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 three and a half four months in Mm -hmm. and we're still going pretty strong Um, so here's the thing Three and a half to four months in, six episodes of What the Fuck History recorded, nine or six episodes of Tonight the News recorded. So, like, script scripts done for, like, almost two episode 12 of Tonight the News. But we did go off on a huge tangent about um, Tonight the News, and I'm wondering if we should do the same about our process for What the Fuck History, even though it's more... Uh, fast and loose i think that's more fast and loose like we uh, i mean essentially what happens is uh we decide what day we want to record and uh we all say all right uh we came up with a story we're gonna meet at like 9 30 10 o'clock and we're gonna talk about it get ready yeah but I think that's that's part of the, the fun and the beauty of of what the fuck history. I mean, just as much as his, the the medium itself of history, the the idea of history is so kind of weird and up in the air. I mean, that's why we do it. It's called what the fuck history for a reason because we all ask what the fuck. But I think the way we do it is because we don't tell each other the stories that we're gonna do until we sit down, we click that record button and we say, Hey, have y'all ever, I mean, we do have, so we have like a master list on a Google doc that we all share. I mean, some of them are earmarked for ourselves. Like I highlight my shit in green so that I can tell stories that I think are interesting. Yeah. But the truth, but the thing about that, Matt is out of all the stories that I've picked and I've earmarked for mine myself, uh-huh. other than me saying a little blip like Ernest Hemingway militia, do you know anything about that? No. Yeah, what exactly. I mean, like, I think what I'm really saying cool. though is like we just keep we keep topics in a Google Doc. We get to pick and choose, but like we don't write any information about like I mean, so Zach's example just now with Ernest Hemingway or whatever like you look at that and if someone understands what the fuck that means then they're obviously the one that wrote the topic but they're also like (laughs) more inclined to or um one great example is I wrote the name of someone that I wanted to report on and then Zach reported it on it and I was like dude all the better because no matter which way it comes out we all learned an interesting thing about history 
and like but it's all there so that we can be like ooh this might be cool yeah and then uh sometimes like th- this week i found a topic and i saw that it was on our list and i said hey is anyone going to do this this topic and we're pretty loose about it so if we really want to do something no one's going to be like um absolutely not <laughs> no yeah oh, no so like oh, no. yeah not like Matt said, you know, we're all going to learn about it at the end of the day. We're all going to riff off of it. And hopefully the people who listen are going to learn something as well. And I think like at the end of the day, if you're willing to listen and you're willing to goof about it, you know, you're going to be a better person, I suppose, because yeah, you're just going to be more I don't know if you'll be a better person, but like you'll well, not better be person, more interesting at parties. Definitely. You'll be more interesting at parties that part of you will be better (laughs) that's our main goal our main goal is to make you the listener more interesting at parties that you can't go to currently at this date the year 2020 (laughs) the year of our lord 2020 in the midst of another bubonic plague (laughs) this is this is us uh acting like shakespeare staying home sheltering away from the pestilence and coming up (laughs) With a bunch of stuff that might or might not make sense in the future. I mean, one of the greatest things that I've thought about through this whole process is there are potentially like 50 other people that are talking about making podcasts with their friends. We're doing it, which is nice. Yeah, dude. Yeah. But yeah, that's I... basically our process behind what the fuck history is. Like, Yeah, I mean, there it we is. Say, it's chaos. We say we'll record this day. Uh, Megan makes us wait until it's the ass crack of the evening, and Listen, she goes, my house "Okay, is loud. now's now's a good time to record these sessions." And then we, uh, wine drunk and delirious, sit down and <laughs> you know talk about these topics, and it goes off the yeah. rails, and you it's know, it's a good time. It happens. Shit happens. Shit happens. Um. Yeah, and I think that kind of explains... That, I think that's the best way to put it. We we get, don't know what the fuck's going on, and neither does history, and we just have fun with it. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Triumvirate Podcast. Uh, we're just as confused as you. Bringing, <laughs> bringing you the stories you need, whether you know you need them or not. Or not. <laughs> we're workshopping. Any, if, uh, any suggestions on a tagline, yes. please add us. Stay tuned for our tagline. <laughs> <laughs> Try triumvirate productions. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> triumvirate productions. I for a while on the website it was the triumvirate productions. Insert tagline here. So hey, we're Honestly. doing better than that at least. Iconic. Exactly. Iconic. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to do it for us. Uh, if you want to take a look and uh, if you want to tweet at us a really good tagline, please do. Uh, and you can find us on Twitter at the try i'm sorry at triumvirate underscore pod you can find us on instagram uh at the underscore triumvirate underscore productions or you can find us on facebook the triumvirate productions or at the triumvirate prod so it's productions without the auctions at the end (laughs) um but yeah so you can find us on all those different socials uh we do have a website which is linked to all those socials where you can find us and yeah, stay tuned. This should be released. And then um, next week, we're going to be doing another What the Fuck History. And the week after that is the um, inaugural episode of Tonight the News. Um, 
The most important thing that we can ask of people who are listening right now is if you like us even a little bit, share us with people that might also maybe like yeah. us. Um, you know, also we're still learning and, you know, I think it'll be interesting. Like if, if you do like us and, but you're not exactly sure, I mean, grow with us, I suppose, you know, yeah. see how we change. I think that's a good way to put it. That's a good way to put it. Grow with us. Um, but yeah, awesome. So I, I don't really know how to do an outro. We're out. Deuces. Deuces. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than the quack champ planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.